You're listening to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Christine, certified life coach, pain to power mentor, and creator of Embody You Mindset Mastery School. I'm here today to discuss living life after disease, disaster, or adversity, to discuss living life fully once again, a life of hope, peace, and resiliency, a life fully embodied. I utilize the lessons that I learned going through not one, but two primary cancers. I'm here today to guide you to the life of your dreams, turn your pain into power, and lead you back to yourself. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Live Free Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. So today I want to talk a little bit about the differences between intentional rest, passive rest, and finally the new agey self-care that gets shoved down our throats all the time. (laughs) So today... I want to talk a little bit about those subjects because currently this is a subject matter that we're learning in the course that keeps popping up. So I wanted to create a podcast around it um, because there is just so much gold here and it's making a huge difference for my students and I want it to make make a huge difference for you. So what is the differences? I'm going to start with the new agey self-care. So nowadays, um, if you are in social media and everything like that, which is, I mean, let's be honest, everybody, we hear a lot about taking time for self-care, which is not inherently bad. It is excellent to take time for self-care. But what we're missing the mark on is we've got a bunch of people coming out here saying, you know, take time for self-care, roll out your yoga mat, roll out your, um, you know, get into organic eating, veganism, vegetarianism, all of these sorts of things. Take time for self-care, pour a bath, you know, all of this one size fits all rest meditation oh man do we hear about meditation and often meditation is is uh you know sitting on the floor with your legs crossed and in a mudra your fingers in a mudra you know maybe chanting sanskrit or something like that and it's really a flawed system and for two reasons the first one being that sanskrit is an ancient language that has been worshipped in India and surrounding area for a very long time because it's deeply rooted in their religious beliefs. So when they say Namaste or Om or something along those lines, it has a deep meaning to them. Out here in the West where we're practicing this, this 
if, number one, it's a bastardized version of it, but number two, we do not have a deep connection to it. So it does not lend hand to making us feel better and happier and more centered within ourselves. It's just taking this extra time to learn these, this language that we have no idea what it means and chanting it and thinking that it's going to help us somehow. It has no meaning to you, right? So if it has no meaning to you, how is it going to help you? So when I, when I say this self-care, this new agey sort of vibe that we're getting out there right now, a lot of these are one size fits all and they may not suit you right? So what gives you the feeling of true meditation? Okay, so we're getting into the good stuff right away. It's like minute three. What gives you the feeling of true and real and amazing time passes? It seems to still you know, you come to the other side and you're just thinking, wow, like I was doing that activity for three hours and it felt like it felt like it was standing still. What gives you that feeling? You know, like for me, it's painting. Like if I'm painting a picture, then on the other side of that, three hours, whatever. The only thing that I've realized is that it's darker now outside. Other than that, it feels like it could have been five minutes. That gives me that that feeling of time stands still. So that is by definition what meditation is. Meditation is the stillness of the mind. It is it is slowing time. It is connecting to the energy of the universe. It does not matter what your meditation practice is, okay? Getting on the floor and crossing your legs and putting your fingers in a mudra so that your back hurts, although very useful in places where that is very powerful for them and that's where it's very practiced for them and it's where there's a deep connection to the different mudras and there's different there's a deep connection to the and sim, symbolism behind crossing the legs and sitting on the floor and all of these sorts of things. It is not one size fits all. Meditation is not one size fits all, okay? So yes, you should have a meditative practice. Yes, please have a meditative practice. This is one of the quickest ways to calm your nervous system, to reduce inflammation, to center your mind and help to start mastering your thoughts and calming anxiety and depression and all kinds of amazing, amazing things. But meditation is everything. Meditation is whatever slows the room for you, okay? Some people find driving meditative. Some people find snowmobiling meditative. If you're from this neck of the woods, then you understand what I'm saying. You choose, you pick a meditative practice and you implement it as often as you can. And that in itself will become your new self-care. Okay. Very important. So let's just drop the, the new agey, you know, do this in order to be happy and let's get genuine 
let's get authentic. Let's, let's start to look at who it is that we are and what it is that causes a calming reaction in us. Stop looking outside of yourself and, and finding this power from other people that are telling you that this is the way and start looking inside, asking yourself better questions. You know, what can I do? What will make me feel that time stands still? So create that meditative practice that way. That's as well as your calming meditation practices and your, uh, you know, your lifting your self-care up for you. So if baths is one of them, then awesome, take baths. If that rests your muscles and you feel good afterwards, then great, take baths. But if baths aren't your thing, don't take baths. It doesn't need, like, this, this is not the you know, one size fits all, right? And I think you're getting the picture here. <laughs> you find self-care practices that set your soul on fire. Now, this is not to be confused with pleasure seeking. There is a difference. There is self-care practices. Those are fulfilling practices. And then there's pleasure seeking. And let me tell you the difference between the two after I've had a sip of coffee. One moment. Okay. So pleasure seeking is um, numbing and disconnecting from discomfort and pain. So that would be things like uh, scrolling through social media. It would be things like binge watching TV, things like numbing with drugs and alcohol, all of those sorts of things. Those are not meditative practices. Those are numbing. Those are disconnecting from your, from the discomfort of your daily life and moving away from what feels bad into something that feels pleasurable. Whereas fulfilling practices are instead surrendering to the discomfort that's happening in your life, realizing it's there and choosing to intentionally say, okay, I see that this is here. I see that life is hard, but I'm going to fill my own cup at this period of time. I'm going to see the fear set it gently on a shelf and put in time for for relaxation that will make me better as a result so that when i pick the fear back up that i will have i will have the faculties to be able to handle the fear so i'm less hungry i'm less lonely i'm less angry i'm less tired and when I pick the fear back up, I have better faculties. Do you see how this is a razor's edge difference? It's so, so similar, and I'm well aware of how similar it sounds, but one will feed your soul and one will just numb you and leave you feeling no better in the long run, especially excessive drugs and alcohol. That one for sure will make you feel worse when you go to pick that fear back up. Okay, so there's there's a very big difference between now what I'm calling passive rest and intentional rest. So now we're moving into the other two subjects. 
So the passive rest is one that is unintentional and is often a numbing exercise. So that is, again, you're binge watching, you're, you're spiraling and those sorts of things. Passive rest is when um, you are procrastinating or you're moving away from fear or moving away from pain and just not wanting to feel it. You're going to find passive rest pops up a lot in your day, especially if you are from this, um, from North America, where we have a lot of opportunity to pop onto our, you know, expensive cell phones and spiral and just, you know, not worry about it and that sort of thing. You are going to see a lot of this, um, probably Europe too. Uh, you know, really any of the first world countries where we've had the opportunity to, you know, really fall into um, moving away from moving away from our lives and hiding in these in these social media loops and those sorts of things. So I digress. So what I'm saying is, is that you'll find that all of a sudden time has stood still because you were stuck in social media land or binge watching land or whatever. And it's been one hour, two hours, three hours. Let's get honest with ourselves here. It's so common. You know, I look, I have this thing on my phone that shows me like how much time I've been on my phone. And when I first put it on, I would, I was disgusted. <laughs> I look, and I mean, like, that being said, I do use my phone a lot for my business. So like I have some, you know, <laughs> some excuses there that made me feel better. But like, honestly, honestly, like I would look down at my phone at the end of the, at the end of a, of a day and it would say like five hours. What? How did I spend five hours on my phone? And it started to cultivate this interest that I now have in intentional rest as opposed to passive rest because I realized just how much productivity I was losing by numbing out pain and an important like an important differentiation here is that there is a time and place for passive rest there is a time and place for pleasure seeking there is a time and place for intentional rest okay and we'll get to that later but there is most of the time however that is not the case and not necessary so what is intentional rest i know you're dying to know <laughs> intentional rest is the razor's edge difference of literally just intending to have some rest and that intentional rest can include some Facebook time or Instagram time, depending on what age group you're from. <laughs> it can include some Facebook time. It can include some Netflix. It can include some yoga. It can include walking in nature. It is all inclusive. What it is, is it is intending to rest, to release and let go, to say, I am going to spend the next 20 minutes, half an hour. What do you need? You pick, this is you. I'm going to spend that amount of time doing nothing. 
I'm going to relax into a good yoga session or a good book. You pick, honestly, this is you. And you will see that what was once numbing, what was once three hours of like spiraling through TikTok or whatever, has now become an intentional 20 minutes that you feel better coming out of. Even TikTok, even all of these social media platforms, you are going to feel better when you come to the other side of intentional rest. You will also save yourselves a boatload of time <laughs> because you are spending intentional rest. It is in this it, it, it it's in this passive rest that we are wasting you know, five hours on our phones per day because our lives are stressful and we don't know how to deal with it. We don't know how to handle all of the, all of the pressures and the pain and all those sorts of things. Most of them that we put on ourselves, but that is a episode for another day. But, you know, we, we put all this pressure on ourselves and then we numb out so that we don't have to feel anything because we're feeling hungry, angry, lonely, tired. This is something we talk about a lot in the course. And, you know, we just, we need this time, but it's amazing when you make that razor's edge decision to have intentional rest as opposed to passive rest, how much time you save and how helpful it then becomes. It's, it's really unbelievable. I would highly recommend it. Okay. And that, and going back to the point that I said, I would come back to about, there are times when it's appropriate. One of the times when it's appropriate is when you're setting intentional rest and you've decided that, you know what, like Instagram, Facebook, that's what I need today. My intentional rest is spent on social media. So that is an appropriate time. Okay. Another one that is really, um, it's really important to note here is that sometimes the pressure is too great to fall into a fulfilling practice, okay? So let's get one thing clear. Fulfilling practices, they aid your life. They make it better for you in some way, shape or form. They are a little more effort in the beginning, but they are true pleasure and enjoyment. Whereas pleasure practices are instantly pleasurable, but they lose their their enjoyment and then you kind of just chase the dragon after that so that's the difference between the two but every once in a while life is too big to to jump into fulfilling practices and this is why it's really important to be polite to yourself and to say what do i need right now do i need to numb this or can i move into fulfillment because ultimately we should always be aiming for fulfillment So for example, cancer diagnosis, you all know me, you all know that this is something that I've gone through. And when I was first diagnosed with cancer, there was no way that I was going to pour myself a bath. (laughs) Nope. I was going to binge watch Netflix and I was going to flip through my phone and I, you know, I, of yes, when I first got my diagnosis, I think we drank, drank two bottles of wine. Um, But what it comes right down to is that there are times when life is too much and that intentional numbing is okay. And don't put yourself down for needing to have this intentional numbing. Like we gotta stop this shame loop, this whole like, well, I shouldn't, but I did. 
okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, let's start, let's start moving into, you know what, I did, that's okay, now I'm going to move on to something better, that needs to be a new, 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 new conversation that we have with ourselves, again, another episode for another day. But going back to the to the numbing, so every once in a while it is necessary to numb. Now on the other side of that numbing, try to, if it's possible and if you have the time, try to fill in a fulfilling practice at the end. And the reason that I say that is because these numbing practices, although you know we don't realize it at the time, I think we can all agree that on the other end of these numbing practices, we feel worse all the time. You know, you finish three hours of TikTok, you feel gross after, you know, and, and like, it's not just me. I know that for a fact, everybody feels gross after drinking too much, for example, and numbing that out and that, and, and creating that practice so that the next morning, the first thing that, that they want to do is re-reach for the Facebook that they were spiraling through that last night or re-reach for another, you know, a hair of the dog drink or whatever it is. And that's because the pleasure seeking depleted our centers and we wake up in the morning, we feel worse than we did before. So we jump right back into pleasure seeking in order to try to make ourselves feel better. That's what pleasure seeking does. So it's about getting really real with yourself about what this 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 passive rest is is creating for you, which is this loop, this Facebook loop of, you know, pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down, feel like garbage, pick it up, put it down, feel like garbage, pick it up, put it down, right? So when you decide to numb out, if you have the faculties to do it, if you have the, the presence of mind to do it, it is ideal if you could finish off that numbing with a practice that is going to be fulfilling. So, you know, you've, you've finished it and then you make a decision to do a more fulfilling practice so that you don't begin a loop. Sometimes that's not possible, okay? And it's all right. These things, they create a pleasure response and that pleasure response helps, helps us to numb away from our pain. And sometimes the pain is too great and it's not time to pick it up. It's not time to feel into it. I understand that. However, there, you're going to have to deal with it eventually. Do you want it to take one day, one month, one year, one decade? I, I honest to God mean that. You get to pick. So do not avoid your pain. There are times when you need a period of time to avoid your pain. Yes. And then on the other side of it, you may need a fulfilling practice. You may need help, someone to aid you in the process of feeling this pain. That's okay too. But when you get to the other side, you are going to feel better every time. So plan your rest, plan to fulfill your soul first and foremost, if you can. Create intentional rest of any kind, whatever it is that you need. And if you need to pleasure seek for a period of time, then pleasure seek for a period of time. But this passive rest that we've been doing for 
I don't know, however long since social media became a really big thing and, and Netflix and binge watching became a really big thing. And then you think about this last year with COVID or not year, two years, 10 years, who knows at this point, you know, with the pandemic, now we're really starting to see, a, you know, an, a, an addiction to all of these pleasure seeking activities, these passing activities and no one's getting anything done because we're just in this loop. <laughs> Um, and the productivity has gone down so much and you tell yourself you're so busy. I'm so busy all the time No, honey, you're not busy <laughs> You waste five hours on your phone per day if you put if you just set aside 20 minutes of intentional rest To do that Facebooking or whatever it is You would have a lot more time on your hands. Trust me Again Plan your rest. Find a way to plan your rest. Try to release this passive rest because it's just harming you. It has been harming me and I'm moving myself out of it entirely now. And my students are so pumped about this subject. And the reason that I brought it up today was because I, I just felt that it needed to be brought up because it's just, we, ke we keep talking about it. So it's obviously a big problem in society today. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that it gave you a light bulb moment of some kind and that today you... Make some time for maybe some intentional Instagram, some intentional Facebook, whatever it is. Take one step at a time, one baby step at a time. Start to make some differences for yourself and in your life. I wish you all the best and all my love until next time. Thank you so much for listening you found expansion with this last episode then that means that others will too and the best way to get the word out about the podcast is by leaving a review i would be so grateful if you could leave me a review and let me know how you felt about the podcast included in the show notes will be everything that we talked about today including all of my transformative programs change is just on the horizon, my friend. <laughs>